You are listening to a Mint production brought to you by HD Smartcast. Hi, Why Not Mint Money is a daily podcast on personal finance that helps you get smart about managing money. We help you understand basic money concepts to keep you from making bad money mistakes. Why Not Mint Money is your one-stop solution to money matters. So, let's get started. Welcome to your money journey. Hi, this is Namrata Patel from Mint's personal finance team. And in this episode of Why Not Mint Money, we will be talking about behavioral biases. Over the next few weeks, we will discuss different behavioral biases that exist or arise in the minds of investors and prevent them from taking sound financial or investment decisions. We have with us today Tipika Jaikishan, a financial advisor and co-founder at Basis, a platform to promote financial services amongst women. Tipika and her team at Basis are working to help women overcome various hurdles and biases to become confident with investing and building their own wealth. Hi Tipika. Nice to have you here, Deepika. Today we'll be talking about common behavioral hurdles that you know exist in the minds of investors. So, in your experience, what is the most common behavioral bias or hurdle that exists in the minds of investors? Uh, so, Namita, the most common behavioral bias that that I've noticed amongst investors at times, including myself, is a word we've often heard, we often use in our in our daily communication, which is analysis uh, paralysis, where when we're presented with multiple options or too many options, it ends up creating confusion, frustration, and and at times even anxiety, which uh, ends up with us left with an inability to make the right. financial decision for ourselves so that's the one uh, we love to talk about today yes that's that's a commonly faced problem dipika what do you think is the reason for the decision paralysis so the reason for this decision uh, paralysis namita i mean there would be multiple reasons that we could attach to this right starting with the fear of making the wrong decision which which is true for all of us you are not sure if the decision i'm making right now is going to pay off in the future is it just for today is it a short term focus so you're not confident uh, about the decision you're making right now you a have already you already feel you are late to making that decision or oh, i'm already late to investing in the markets for instance right we hear that so much as as investment uh, advisors or you probably think that decision that i make right now will not be relevant uh, for the next couple of years we're also guilty of wanting to stick with the status quo which is stuff that we're obviously more aware of we're more familiar with we've been doing it for the last couple of years say it is fds of course and then it's fds which we're most comfortable with or it's the tps etc sticking with uh, choices by the uh, status quo uh, another thing that as investors often uh, we we end up doing wrong is repeatedly analyzing available alternatives so you're not going to end up making a decision because you're repeatedly just analyzing and reanalyzing the existing uh, alternatives and also endlessly searching for new options so it doesn't end with the options you already have i'm not sure why we're also then constantly looking for Or uh, newer options or newer alternatives, which 
then sort of leads to discomfort because because there are so many options, there are so many points of evaluation, and I'm left in a place where I end up making no decision, which is far costlier than having made a decision at all. I think, in fact, because the amount of data we consume at the moment, you know, there's so many different sources of information about investments, about stocks, cryptocurrencies, bitcoins, shares, IPOs. There are so many decisions to make, or we are faced with so much information that we cannot process how to make an investment decision. Absolutely, absolutely, uh, Namita. I think the, this decision making is only becoming a lot more difficult, right? And and I think as an analogy to that is the whole thing that you talked about, like the current part of investing in crypto or other options. I think when it comes to making investment choices, the universe is huge, right? Here we're talking equities, we're talking bonds, again within equities, we're talking ETFs, we're talking mutual funds, uh, we're now even talking like small cases, etc. The options are uh, far too many. So as an investor, what one needs to do is narrow our choices to make that decision a lot less daunting and and it really starts with the first principles of financial planning right just identifying what were your requirements what is your time horizon how much money were you looking to invest what is that risk that you were comfortable uh, taking if you're an established investor it's a lot easier because you do have some understanding of where you're where you are or where you began versus what you need to do now but in terms of even first time investors this whole first principles or just analyzing time horizon, risk, etc. helps you make uh, your financial decision making a lot easier. So you probably do that exercise with your planner or advisor. You identify your uh, required asset allocation and within that you then see which are the products that really fit into what you need to do with your uh, Money, we've, we've all heard don't put your eggs in one basket, uh, etc., which probably at times we've also seen leads to over-diversification, which is another problem, which you probably didn't evaluate investments from the right place. So having the fundamentals always keeps you in check and revisiting those fundamentals ever so often also helps you come back to the right place with your money. And actually focusing on your own goals, your own time horizon and your own risk appetite will also help you filter out the extra noise and help you take a decision instead of being overwhelmed by the amount of decisions that you need to make. Absolutely, absolutely. And also then you're not falling prey to tips or like dinner advices. I call it where I met someone for dinner and they told me they invested in something which works for them, but I don't quite think through it that this may or may not work for me or doesn't fit into my like objectives or my goals and I end up doing it and of course you get that uh, uh, later, so the other risk of an yeah, the other risk of analysis paralysis is taking the easy way out. Okay, making someone else make that decision for me, which is also wrong. So this is this is our money, and we need to be a lot more cognizant with the decisions we make about it. So, Dipika, as a financial advisor, what would be your main advice to investors to overcome decision paralysis? Uh, to begin with, Namita, I think this is true for not just financial decisions, for any decisions, right? Like breaking big decisions into very manageable uh, bites or very, very manageable sizes, right? It can get overwhelming and, and this is uh, 
even for very very young investors who I speak with often, they've heard so much. They want to do everything all at once. And just getting started with my investments, I want to do an SRP. I want to do an recurring deposit. I want to invest in cryptocurrencies. You know what are REITs, which is great. They're they're aware of all these products that exist in the market, but that's a lot of decisions to make, right? And it's a lot of big decisions when it comes to your uh, money. What one should really do is break those big decisions into smaller parts, and even to begin with, maybe deal with it on a case-to-case basis, right? Like right now, I have X amount of money available based on all these things that we discussed earlier, based on my risk profile, based on like my objective time horizon, based on when I think I'm going to need the money, what what situations would require for me to liquidate it, etc. So you think through all of those and break those decisions down to much easy and uh, manageable bites. And and of course, I think I would never discount the need for us as as anybody literally uh, to lean on an expert, to lean on somebody with the expertise to help you narrow the choices down to the ones that are most relevant for you. So you don't have to make all decisions at once. We advise people to build your portfolio incrementally. You don't have to invest in everything on on day one because that whole bit that we talked about over diversification or investing too little money in too many places is actually problematic and costs you a lot more in your portfolio later. Right. So what you're saying is that focus on your own requirements, your own goals, your own risk appetite and time horizon. Consult an expert and don't rely on simply tips or the market noise of, you know, people recommending or different platforms sending out top recommendations or lists. Absolutely. And and, and to add to that, I think also the fact that as an investor, um, we need to keep evaluating, right? I think uh, beyond just keeping all the stuff that we discussed, another thing which would make life easier for you is evaluating not too often, maybe setting up a calendar reminder to do this once in six months and also accepting the fact that you're probably not going to get it right all the time. None of us do, right? And and that happens for various reasons. Our life goals might change. Our life situation might change. We saw 20 people lost jobs. They probably had planned a lot with their money, but but terrible things happen, right? Right through 2020, still still happening in some cases. There will be changes which will be governed by market economies, etc. But there'll also be life changes and accepting not that you may not get it right all the time. And and if you don't get it right, okay, what changes do I need to make to fix that that sort of uh, uh, situation? We're going to need to change the course uh, often when. A, your plan is not making sense anymore, or B, something hit you which you didn't quite uh, expect. And not making a decision, I think as advisors, we tell investors this a lot, right? It's an opportunity cost. Uh, and it, it, it gets really expensive if you end up not making choices. It's far more expensive than paying someone to uh, advise you, which is why would would definitely uh, recommend uh, speaking with an expert, which can be a critical differentiator with all factors being equal, speaking with the expert or having a driving force behind your financial decision making really makes life easy for you. I think that's an interesting uh, concept that don't worry about, you know, taking the wrong decision, but just take the first step towards your investment journey and trust that if you're, you know, focusing on the basics, focusing on your own requirements, you will be on the right path. Yeah, uh, absolutely. And if there's one mantra to follow, I would say when in doubt, like, just simplify it. 
see how much you can simplify that decision uh, for yourself with with the right set of information or with the right set of uh, advisors or or help that you need and and you think how can i make there's, there's all the data and the sea of information available how do i make my decision making uh, a lot more simple for myself okay thank you so much dipika for your insights and uh, Stay tuned for more episodes on different behavioral biases and how to overcome them. Thank you, Deepika, for coming over. Thank you. Thank you for having me. That's all from today's episode of Why Not Mint Money. Thank you for tuning in. Thanks for listening in. We're also available on LiveMint.com. And if you're old school, then do pick up a copy of Mint for some insightful coverage. If you have any questions you want us to address, do reach us out at HT Smartcast. We are present on Twitter, Facebook, and Insta. And if you want to connect over email, write into us at mintmoney@livemint.com. Until next time, it's bye bye. This was a Mint production brought to you by HT Smartcast. HT Smartcast.